Film director Francis Ford Coppola cemented his name in the history books with his landmark family crime saga The Godfather in 1972, starring Al Pacino, Marlon Brando, James Caan and Robert Duvall. The sequel, released two years later, is arguably even better than the original and introduced Robert De Niro onto the world stage. The third film, released in 1990, was received to far less critical acclaim and is considered problematic in many areas. For one, it was made so long after the first two, and many criticised Al Pacino's performance as Michael Corleone for being too different. The absence of Robert Duvall had a major effect on the story, with the studio not wanting to pay his wage demands, and Francis Ford Coppola was met with a shopping list of problems during production, such as being given only a year to write, direct and edit the movie, and the dropping out of Winona Ryder forcing him to make the emergency casting of his daughter Sofia Coppola, whose performance was torn apart by critics. It's not a bad movie, but it pales in comparison to the first two. The first two movies are based on the book The Godfather by Mario Puzo, who wrote the script for the movies with Francis Ford Coppola. The duo also wrote the third film, though it was not based on the book and instead an original story they came up with. Coupled with the fact that Paramount Pictures were going to move forward with The Godfather Part 3 whether Coppola joined the project or not, and Coppola's initial reluctance to make the film, and the poor ratings the movie has, there is a strong consensus that the movie is just not necessary, and the story was already over in Part 2. So it may surprise you then to know that there were concrete plans for a fourth film. That's right, had fate not intervened we would actually have at least four movies in the Corleone trilogy. According to Coppola himself in the 1990 movie's DVD commentary, he and Puzo had already began working on what the next entry in the saga would look like. Coppola revealed that part 4 would have utilised the inventive split timeline structure as part 2 did, in which we follow the life of Michael Corleone as boss of his family after his father's death, and in another timeline, the rise of his father as an orphaned immigrant to becoming a small-time mob boss, with the movie presenting apt opportunities for viewers to compare the father and son's methods, goals and character. In the fourth movie, we would have continued with Vincent's story, who became the head of the Corleone family towards the end of the third film, with Andy Garcia reprising his role, and becoming the new face of the franchise. The flashback timeline would have been set in between the Robert De Niro segments from part 2 and the events in the first film, showing Vito's rise from small-time crime boss to becoming one of the heads of the five New York crime families. Interestingly enough, the main character of this timeline would not be Don Vito Corleone, but his hot-tempered son, Sonny, who was killed in the first film. Seeing as though he is Vincent's father, this would mirror the father and son dynamic of the split chronology of The Godfather Part 2. In the present day timeline, set during the 1980s and 1990s, Vincent would have led his family head first into the drug trade, highlighting how corrupt the family had become, when in the old days, guys like Don Vito were adamantly against drugs. Vincent would have been haunted by the death of Mary, Michael's daughter with whom he was infatuated with. Because of this, he would hunt down his enemies and seek revenge on the last of his rivals. Also, I have only seen one source for this, but Vincent would have also apparently led the Corleone family through a 10-year war, which would lose his respect with the other families and would have concluded with the death of Vincent and the downfall, once and for all, of the Corleone family. 
Apparently, there would only have been a single scene of him and Al Pacino together, with Vincent seeking advice from an older, retired Michael Corleone, who of course dies at the end of part 3 in a flash forward. Interestingly, young Sonny was supposed to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and part of the reason for the split timeline would be to contrast the golden age of the Corleones with their downfall. Coppola wanted Garcia back and Coppola's sister Talia Shire and wanted Robert De Niro to reprise his Oscar-winning part as young Don Corleone, who he of course played in The Godfather Part 2. The final scene of the third film, with Michael Corleone dying on the bench, would have been incorporated into the fourth film, with Michael and Vincent meeting so the younger Don could get some advice and Michael dying shortly after. This would mirror the scene in the first film where Don Vito Corleone gives Michael advice and then he dies shortly after. So what happened? Well, though there was no finished script, plans were moving forward, but then Mario Puzo, who wrote the book and co-wrote all three films, died, and Coppola did not want to pursue another film in the franchise without him. As Andy Garcia said in an interview, I almost had it going because I had an idea. At the time, I was working with an agent who was also looking after Leonardo DiCaprio, and I told him about an idea Francis had about his saga. Leonardo was the right age to play Sonny at the time. Francis was enthusiastic enough to hire Mario to write his script, but then Puzo died and it fizzled out. Coppola has also said, We had an idea for a fourth one. I talked about it, but Paramount wouldn't hear of it. Mario knew he was sick and wanted to leave his kids some money. So I said to Paramount, give Mario a million dollars to write it and I'll work with him for free. And at that time, Paramount had a very low budget mentality and didn't do it. Plans for a fourth movie were made public in around 1999, so DiCaprio was already a huge star with the blockbuster Titanic under his belt. His representatives suggested he was interested in the role, but things were very premature with there being no script in place. After Puzo's death, His lawyer Bert Fields said, Mario was very pleased to be asked to do it by Paramount and he looked forward to working with director Francis Ford Coppola again. He enjoyed the relationship very much. What Paramount will do now and whether Francis wants to go ahead with the project is pretty much up in the air. Coppola became a lot less enthusiastic about the project after Puzo's death, a man who he had a lot of admiration and respect for. I doubt a fourth film could happen, he said. When you do every project, you demonstrate what you've got and what will be good that no one has ever seen before. When you make the second one, you've got to show it again. I have a theory that the fourth in the series in a tetralogy is always the weakest. The second one is usually the best. The third is sometimes good, sometimes not. For instance, there's a great Mishima tetralogy and the fourth is the weakest. And certainly in the Alexandria Quartet it is. Partly what happens is that by the time you get to the fourth, you are using up the same stuff a fourth time. So what about another director making the film instead? When asked about this, Garcia said, I don't know. I think people could do it, but I don't think it would necessarily be the same thing, only because it's one man's trilogy. If he wanted to produce it and Sophia direct it, that would be the closest thing as she's grown up with him. Of course, a lot of people could probably make a very nice movie, but the lineage somehow would be lacking. I get it all the time, people saying, hey man, Godfather 4, and I'm happy with part 3, 
but people want to know what happens. With Francis, I'm up for everything. But whether Francis wants to be in that world, he wants to make very personal movies now. In another interview, Coppola, on being coaxed to make a fourth film, said, For me, at my age, being on a big, expensive movie that has a producer who want to give me notes, they don't have enough money on earth to give me to spend a year doing that. The amount of money they would have to give me to do it probably doesn't even exist. The movie business is now so petrified and is run by people wanting to make fortunes. So would he recommend another director, like he recommended Martin Scorsese for part 2 when he initially didn't want to make it? Coppola said, It wasn't just giving it to someone. I knew this was a really smart idea. He was such a natural. It would be very tricky to be involved in, even if I wasn't the director. I don't know a director I could give it to. There are so many great young directors I like, but the ones I like are all doing personal films. There's no one I can think of who I'd send to do a Godfather. Coppola also feels a fourth movie would face huge challenges. He said, What happens in it? How does it have to relate to the first one, the cast, the look? I would safely say, The Godfather was a complete movie. It wasn't a serial and it didn't lend itself to being a serial. I wouldn't even know what the story is for a fourth one. All the people are dead. You'd have to do it for money. So what do you guys think? Would you have liked to see this film? For me, you know what? I think I would. Hear me out. Yes, they should have just left it alone and cut their losses. But they're already milking it. They're already making it for the money. But the thing is, they should have never made one after the second film. The first two films were perfect. Even the first on its own is perfect. They already ruined it and brought down the pedigree of the franchise with the third film. So why not continue? You know, you've kind of popped your cherry now. Might as well carry on and see where it goes. It's like with a lot of other franchises I like. Take the Alien films. I love the first two. But they should have never made the third one. There was no plausible way for Ripley to come into contact with the Xenomorphs again. But they did it and it didn't live up to the first two. So why not carry on then and see where the franchise goes? And who knows, there may be still a few decent films here and there. So in terms of the story of part four, there are good points and bad. The whole thing with Vincent sounds more interesting than the story that we got in part three with Michael crying to priests for forgiveness. And part three kind of leaves things hanging by jumping forward in time to show Michael's death, but not showing us what happened to the rest of the family. Seeing the Corleones in the modern age doesn't evoke the sense of wonder and nostalgia you want, but the 1930s timeline definitely would have done, if done right. I can see what they're going for with the split chronology. The first movie mirrors the third, with Michael being a young man wanting to get away from his family but getting sucked into the underworld until he becomes stoic, cold Don Corleone. In the third film, he's soft and regretful and is looking to escape the underworld again and go legitimate. But as we all know, just when he thought he was out, they pull him back in. There's so many things mirrored between the two films, like the final murder montages. Of course, the execution makes it look like Coppola was out of ideas and was copying the first film. But if part 1 and 2 are connected, and part 2 and 4 were also to be connected, dare I say it, it makes the whole thing work a little better, if that makes sense. But I always felt that the Godfather films were about Michael Corleone. Or at least, Vito and Michael. The story of part 4 takes away from that focus by shifting the attention to Michael's brother and his son. Personally, that's a big deal for me. Because though in a way you're coming full circle with the rise and now fall of the Corleones, 
you've shoved the main character, Michael Corleone, out of the picture. The flashback timelines open up a whole heap of problems. Though there's clearly a lot that's happening between the end of Robert De Niro's time as Don Corleone and the beginning of Marlon Brando's, guys like Robert Duvall were way too old to reprise their roles in the 1990s, so you would have had to recast these classic parts, which I can't see being a success. Bringing back De Niro as Corleone is actually a terrific idea. He was a good age to play a slightly older Vito. But then who would you get to play all the other characters? And DiCaprio as Sonny? Sorry, but please, and I know I'm not really a big fan of Leo anyway, but I just can't see that. He just seems so wrong for the role. And how interesting is Sonny anyway as a character? As part of an ensemble piece, and also due to Khan's electrifying performance, he's one of the very best things about the original film. But on his own, there isn't much. Wouldn't it just be him getting angry and beating people up all the time? Neither Sonny nor Vincent are anywhere near as interesting as Vito and Michael. Al Pacino is also a huge elephant in the room. Surely Michael would pop up somewhere in the flashback timeline, even if he went to fight in the Marines. And there's no way Pacino in the 90s could have played the younger Michael Corleone. For many people, he didn't even do a good job playing an older Michael Corleone in part 3. So that's another classic role that would have to be recast, which is problematic enough, without the real Al Pacino popping up somewhere in the film. And if I understand correctly, only in one scene. Now I know story and character takes precedence over everything else, but seriously, who wants to see a film in the Corleone saga where Al Pacino, Michael Corleone, is only in one scene? But again, it's not as if they can do much with him because they wrote themselves into a corner in the third film with Michael retiring. So if he was in more scenes, he'd probably just hover around like a fifth wheel. And let's not forget, there was already a flashback scene at the end of the second film with Michael, Sonny, Fredo, Connie and Carlo. That scene pretty much takes place during the time that this new one was supposed to have its flashback timeline set in, which would have made the original flashback look really awkward with now these, all these new faces playing the characters. And then there's the simple discussion of talent. Francis Ford Coppola in the late 90s and early 2000s was not the same man who gave us the first two masterpieces in the saga. It doesn't matter how good the story was, the sad fact is that Coppola was simply past it. The reality is, is that if they were really serious about making a fourth one, they should have made it, and the third one, shortly after the first two, in the late 70s or even early 80s. It's the only way I can see things working with them all still retaining the original actors. Obviously what I've been talking about in this video is the original plans in the late 90s. There's no way a fourth movie would work today, and if we do get one, it'll be because Hollywood were rummaging around under the bed looking for stale ideas they can potentially make a few bucks off. I might have been mildly interested in seeing one back then, but definitely not now. So what do you think about the proposed plans for a fourth movie? Would you have wanted to see it? Do you like what they were going to do with the story? Let me know in the comments below, and thanks for watching.